Welcome to episode 66 of the Average Joe's MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan, David Van Boglen, and Ryan Dempsey back at it. How you guys doing tonight, boys? Doing good, man. Doing good. Uh, I think it's uh, coming off of our, our biggest and our baddest and our most yeah, yeah. fun. Let's say that. Say that for a second. Uh, our fun uh, event of of ever. We will. We will. We will dig into that one. Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you know, nice, uh, nice day over here in Kitchener. There, so I kind of lift the spirits a little bit. You know, yeah. Can't be down when the sun's still shining. Ryan, this is uh, this is your musical pick for the week. Do you want to give a little introduction for it? Yeah. So, um, he's a uh, just a friend of mine. His, uh, his name is Siren. He uh, lives over in Ireland. Uh, I connected to him through a former chef who's a family member of his. Uh, he's just trying to get a little start going in the rap business. Uh, he goes by the name Narcotta. It's N-A-R-K-O-T-T-A. You can find him on Facebook there. Where he has links to uh, some other songs that he's got going on, um, little events he's got going on. I mean, probably a lot of people in the States won't be able to enjoy the events, but you can go check him out, like his music, support, you know, do what you got to do, do what you can do. Well done. And not only is he a friend of yours, he is also a friend of the show and of the listeners. That is right. Yes, that is right. Sorry. And we appreciate him. So, yeah, he sent us some stuff a while ago, and we had a we had a, uh, just a difficult time with the format uh, and getting the the stuff downloaded and and whatever else. But we we got everything taken care of this week, and uh, we got it cleared up and uh, figured uh, what what, a, what better time to than now to yeah. to get him uh, to get him some little bit of love and get him some playtime on the show. Well, yeah, and it was it's a nice little makeup for last week because Ryan kind of got fucked. Yeah, it was just uh, he got half it was an, an off week. He man. got a half an intro song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had we had so much going on last week. We just put way too much together in one shot. We just tried to pile on too much and. And uh, man, it 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 it, it over it went, everything went overboard. They had derailed a you lot know. of shit. Uh, <laughs> so, did the best we could with uh, with post production and and uh, and narcotics and and calming down medicines and you know. It was a long night. Yeah. Like I mean, let, let's. Just... By the time we actually went to record the quote unquote actual episode, it had already been. An hour and a half plus of, or more of, of recording, plus the right, yeah. the. I mean, we were getting late into the night, and it was just like, all right, and we still have to do, had to do the card breakdown by the time we finished and got ready to actually start the show. So it was, it was. It, Technically, we did two shows before the show even started. Right, plus our usual yeah. thirty minutes of bullshitting with each other on the fucking phone. It so. was it was it was too much, it, dude. It was. And we lived and we learned. We did. We we That's learned it. a lesson. And so that's why last night we did our interview with Mr. Yeah. Sam Elvey. We did it the smart way. Yes. We, uh, in fact, we did it the really smart way. Instead of uh, just doing it like we would do a normal interview with Jeff at home, sit on the couch, we in Skype, and, and me calling in, we'd do a group call, and then calling over to Ryan, maybe do a group call when he's available, and then, then calling the other guy and doing right. a group call. I was like, "Fuck it, man! You got it. This is this is our our big one. Yep. Come over here. Let's do everything in house." Just so we don't have any any minor mistakes, yep. anything that would happen is like fuck yeah, we got to do it that way. So 
we we did it the smart way yes, we yesterday, did. and we didn't book anything else. No, we kept everything clear. We were he was over here like two hours early. I mean, we just we three. We, <laughs> yeah, I suppose I got here before seven, and we didn't interview Sam till ten. Oh Jesus! Yeah, it was like between we six said, thirty and seven when I got here. We watched a little Jim Cornette. Yep. Um, what else? Did we, watch? we watched the. Uh, Loudmouth, the new Loudmouth yes, MMA we were, format. We were watching the Loudmouth, and we we were we were almost <laughs> finished when when Sam called in. So I, I finished it when I got home. I yeah. talked to. Speaking of Loudmouth MMA, we need to thank Kyle. Oh God, yeah. For the connection and hookup with, yeah, with Sam, man. Thank so much. you. And also at the same time, fuck you, Kyle, because this is my payback for calling me the lesser half. You <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> I love you. Fuck you. Yeah, that was fun. Keith's the better half of <laughs> the loudmouth. Fuck you, Cap. Yeah, Keith's the better half of the loudmouth show. So what now? Ain't you, Cap. <laughs> That's not true. I love Kyle. <laughs> but yeah, thank you. For, thanks to Kyle. But yeah, check out Loudmouth, the the new around the cage format. That's it's fun. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was pretty fun. Uh, Keith goes ape shit. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's Keith. Yeah, Keith has like Keith has my rage. But Ryan's fucking steel trap bong, bong. bullshit memory. I don't know where the funky how he does it. I don't know. And it's it was funny with uh, a couple times during their show they give them, you know, uh, Kyle gives them like X amount of of, of time to, to get their point across, and then goes to the next person. They have X amount of time, and then and and Kyle will tell them, you know, yeah, thirty seconds left. You got fifteen seconds left. And it was one time in particular. Keith was going off. He was going off, and and he was and he was getting so riled up. And and Kyle told him, "You got 15 seconds left." And Kyle's like, "And Keith is going, I can't, I can't fucking do this in 15 seconds." <laughs> and he he just spazzed out. And he's like, "God, fuck it, go on." It was it was hilarious. It was just it was a great show, and it was it was good for us to watch that leading up into our uh, our interview with Sam because. For me, it was I was I was so nervous doing it, and it's not because of I, I wasn't like starstruck or anything like that. No, it, no. it wasn't anything like that. I, I have no problems talking to the most famous person in the world or the most unfamous, infamous person in the world, whoever it was. It's, it wasn't that at all. I put so much pressure on myself because it was our biggest deal of anything we've ever done to date, and I didn't want anything to fuck up. Yeah, I didn't want. A cord to go <laughs> to to fray. Right. I didn't want power to go out. You know, I didn't want the internet to go down. Right. So all of this undue pressure of shit that I can't control at all, I, I just put on myself because I didn't want anything to go wrong. Yep. I wanted everything to be perfect. And at the end of the day, it was perfect. Yeah, that thing couldn't have gone any better. It was us, perfect. Man. It was. It was awesome. I, I, like I said, I, I told you earlier, like, I completely understood why, I don't know why, I should have been nervous, I should have been nervous, but I wasn't, I was, I, I like I said, I think talking with Kyle, because Kyle's interviewed him multiple times now, and, and stuff like that, and Kyle's just like, dude, he's super laid back, very easy to talk to, like, so I knew it wasn't gonna be work to do the interview with Sam, like, he, he said, he just... He's real great to interview. It's, yeah. it's, it goes smoothly. Like he's he's talked to fighters where he has to force the interview and stuff like that. And yeah, right. So, <laughs> yeah. so like that bit of information took a lot of the nervousness and stuff like that out of out of me. I'm like, all right, this is gonna be 
this is just going to be like any other con- any interview we've done with with Heather or whatever. Just mm-hmm. easy, good conversations, yeah. and it was. It was it was perfect. Sam was amazing. It was fun. We got to talk to Tom DeGalicchio for a minute. Yeah, a little bonus in there. Yeah, that was fun. That was pretty cool. Of course, he, Sam didn't let him have the, the yeah. He didn't give him for very long. He didn't get him long. Hopefully, we'll we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll try to put some feelers out. Make the people listen to it, guys. Don't no spoilers there. That's all right. We got to give him a little bit of teaser for something. <laughs> we got to give him a little. You got to give a little teaser. Yeah, you got to really. Even the Avengers that, gives him a little bit of teaser. You got to put that clickbait out there. It's so and much I will fun. Say that, uh, if you guys were, uh, you know, if, if you weren't nervous at all, David definitely didn't show uh, when I went back and listened to it this morning. Like it was, like every, both you guys sounded like just like cool, calm, as if you guys were yeah. just hanging out with like someone you grew up with and just like you know having a beer, watching the fights, eating some wings with blue uh, with blue cheese sauce, you know, just hanging out. Goddamn right, didn't sound yeah. Just, like talking to someone for the for the first time, which is, which is really awesome. The, once it, once it started, the nerves were gone because yeah. we were there. The nerves right, were yeah. was everything just leading up, leading to, up to getting yeah. there. The, the the anticipation and that was kind of that right there was kind of what I was when I brought up backstage for you know pre fight for mm-hmm. Sam like because I remember when when I used to wrestle and yeah I was you know, only in high school or whatever but like my anxiousness. I still get it now. Like I don't get nervous before I do a show. I get asked all the time before I do you know before I perform. Do you get nervous before you get on stage? Do you get nervous before you perform? No, I'm anxious as fuck. Like, yeah. I'm fucking pacing all over the place. On, like, let's get on, this fucking... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it gets to the point, like, like my, by show in Battle Creek, like, I had an, an adrenaline dump right at the beginning of it. Like, first song in, boom, adrenaline dump, and I lost my fucking breath. Yeah. Like, everything, <sighs> dude. Because I was... <sighs> like, this was, like, my, my fucking bucket list show. You know yep. what I mean? So... Yep. Yeah, I hit like I go to to spit my first bar, and I'm just like, <gasps> shit. Oh, no. oh yeah. yeah, and I mean like everything was cool. Like I got my shit back together after that, but that first song was rough as fuck. I could feel in like my stomach. Yeah. I couldn't catch my it breath. Took the beginning to eight mile. Yeah, dude, pretty yeah, much, yeah, man. Yeah. Pretty much, like I couldn't catch my breath. So like, and I used to get like that sometimes when I wrestled, especially when I was getting ready to wrestle somebody uh, ranked higher than I was or seated higher than me or whatever. So, right. like, and, and it's something I've always been curious about with fighters. Because I know some fighters, they get like that. They do that. Like, Chuck used to not get nervous. He was really calm and collected, like Sam was talking about. Mm-hmm. So, I was really curious to actually yeah. get a real fighter's perspective on something big like that. Absolutely. And before the interview, I, I'm not. Once once we get there, it's fucking go time. Oh, yeah. And I'm on. I'm on my fucking game. I don't want to. I don't. Uh, I don't let. Any, I don't like any downtime. I don't like any quiet time. I have 300 questions going through my head. It's just, I pick out the one that I want at the time, depending on what he what he says to react off him. I, I can once it's go time, it's go time. It's, I, I hate I hate the build up. I hate waiting. I cannot stand right. the wait. I want it to happen right now, right now. Let's just do it and get it over with. Mm-hmm. Fucking hate the wait. I hate it. Yep. It's, it's the old analogy, like uh, the, like the uh, the kid before Christmas, like. Wait, wait, Christmas Eve, we go going to bed and you can't sleep because you're so excited. Mm, day, like, I can't stand that, that anticipation. Wait. I hate it. <laughs> That's why you start snooping so you don't get, you already know. Too much can go wrong in that fucking wait. Goddamn right. Too much can go. I've seen shows. Yeah. Well, I was at the at the Blue Note when when the Blue Note got lit on fire because Drowning Pool screwed everything up before the show came on is too much can go wrong during the goddamn wait. It's true. People can screw shit up during that wait. So 
get it done and get it over with. But nothing happened. Nothing screwed up. It was it was the smooth. It couldn't have went smoother. It couldn't have went more awesome. Uh, I I cannot wait to talk to him again. I can't wait to talk to Tom. I can't wait to have more guests like him coming off the heels of uh, of other things that we did that that we weren't necessarily. Um, I don't want to say proud, but we weren't necessarily um, overjoyed in doing. Uh, this one was was very joyful. Oh yeah. This one was was very we're very proud of this this moment that we had uh, for the show and for ourselves and I couldn't think of a better person. Um, one one point that that I really wanted to to make that that he made on there was that the UFC retreat. Yeah, that was the biggest in like surprising yeah. insight to me. I actually talked about that today at work with a uh... With a couple of people, we we only got so much. We got everything negative, and probably because of all of the negative that I read about it, it swayed my opinion negatively. Just like, why would they want to do that? What what was the point of that? Why would you get the fighters together to do something, you know, uh, that take them away from their family, where to go see other fighters, where they have to see these guys all year round? And I just. I thought of so many. I thought of so many negative things that, it, that right. about it. That's, that'd be too. But when he talked about it and the way he put it, he's like, they got this. They gave us this four star resort and they paid for all our food and drinks and, you know, they brought Snoop Dogg out. And they brought these guys out to manage, help us manage money, and they did all this stuff and they didn't have to do that. And he was, he talked about it in such a positive manner. And I thought, wow. Yeah, that's. That was why I brought it up. I wanted to, to get yeah. to see what his take was because I've I've seen so much split mm-hmm. between all the fighters that I follow. Most of it negative. Most of it negative. Most of it negative. Uh-huh. I would say at least sixty forty negative. Yeah. So I wanted I wanted to see what his take was on it, and I'm glad that he was honest and forthright. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, I it was great. You guys brought that up to like having the chance to actually talk to a fighter, having the chance to actually ask that question because not a lot of sh- like a lot of shows probably just kind of like steer away from that because they would expect to hear the negative that everyone else has already heard but you guys took the chance and you got the the honest feedback that was like really positive and sh- definitely shines in a different light and perspective that d- uh, that doesn't get talked about that's yeah. great it's great go listen to it it's it's 20 25 minutes long less than half an hour long i know that much I don't know the exact number on it, but it's less than half an hour. 23 minutes yeah. or so, I think. Uh, go check it out. It's a really, yeah. really, really good uh, uh, interview. You'll you'll absolutely love it. I know In you fact, will. you're listening to this right now. If you haven't listened to the interview, shut this off. Go back and listen to the interview and then come back to this. Yeah, this is exactly 15 minutes in. Shut that off. Click us back in 15 minutes and continue on. I mean, we haven't done a ton of interviews. We're, we're, we're at eight. We've done seven good ones and one not so good one yeah. i think we're, we're still got a pretty good average it's a good record for a bunch of average joes we got a good average yeah, Fuck i'd it. say so i'd say so and i included ryan in that count of people we've interviewed so I, you was, sh- I was about to ask do i get do i get included in that one you do yeah. you were number two eric was number one ryan was number two ryan was number two. Oh yeah okay and then we've had Blake, uh kyle Blake and kyle yeah. bobby wambacher oh yeah bobby yeah. heather yeah, yeah. um Eric, I had, fuck, I just counted this out. I don't know. But, yeah, then we got yeah, Sean yeah. and Sam. Yeah, Sam, yeah. And there's somebody else. Not too deep, but, you no, know. No, but you know what? We were, our average is good. We're, we're going out there. We weren't exactly built on an interview show. No. Hell no. When just, you and I started this whole thing, it was like, man, if we ever got an interview, that would be awesome. Yeah. 
And then the fact that we got Eric to do our first interview was like, that was great. This is fucking great. Yeah. And it was. He was awesome. And we got to break the fucking John Jones news with him. Oh, yeah. That was so much that fun. That was really cool. That we was got a big his, deal. I mean, it literally happened 15 minutes before the show started or whatever it was. So yeah, that was we got Eric's honest reaction. Yeah, it was never meant to be. Uh, I mean, I love doing them. And oh, yeah. I want to do a heck of a lot more. I want to yeah, do too. as many as possible. But it just it just wasn't. It wasn't something we thought yeah. where it was ever going to happen. No, not uh, not in any volume or not to, uh, with any fighters no. or any. I mean, maybe I thought podcasters, yes. Yeah. People in the, you know, average Joes that are average fans, maybe. Right. Stuff like that. Something you know, that we, was, we did the, you know, the island thing. We went, when we went to island. Yeah, we were, yeah, We yeah. also wanted to, when we're still trying, we're going to get Gary on and stuff like that. Absolutely. But, you know, we wanted to, have, to interview Gary and Nick and. So I mean, you know, and maybe some local fighters. That was Absolutely, that yeah. was what we what our fucking scope of That's things was, was at the yeah. time. So yep, local. Uh, you think like uh, Tony Ferguson? No, I don't think he is from. Well, he's you is know, he, if you ask him, if you ask him, he's from the eight hundred five. Eight hundred five, brother. <laughs> surprisingly, I didn't get any negative reaction. Like I thought, I even posted that to my Facebook page. Yeah. And that's where normally I catch a shit ton of hate from people in town because yeah, I don't have a right. lot of people locally on my Twitter. So, but yeah, I honestly figured somebody because friends with some of his cousins and shit like that. Right. And yeah, we got into an argument when they all started spouting off of how he was going to beat the shit out of McGregor and whatever. Yeah, Ooh, whatever. yeah. Important lesson, kids: don't forget where the fuck you came from. You don't. This message has been brought to you by the Average Joe's MMA Show. Remember where you came from. Especially if you're from my fucking hometown. Remember. Remember. Let's get into some fights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This one isn't going to take us long to break nah, down. No, not long at all. Uh, didn't take us long to do the preview either. <laughs> uh, in the main event, Alexander Gustafson picked up the KO win over Glover Teixeira in the fifth round. Great performance by Gus. Hell of a heart from from Teixeira to stick in there, man. I mean, he wow. took a lot of damage in that fight. I don't know how he made it up those last two rounds. I don't either. I do not either. He took a beating. Wow. He took a beating. But Gus just looked crisp. And, and yeah, his, he did. His uppercuts were great. His yeah, striking he did. was awesome. I was, was going to say those uppercuts to finish the fight were some of the, the smoothest combos I've seen uh, in a long time. Yeah. Yeah, he looked impressive. Two wins in a row now. He's ranked number one, yeah. Technically, yeah. He didn't. I mean, he didn't change anywhere. So they're really, yeah. So realistically, he's just waiting out for UFC two fourteen to happen to find out who he's going to fight next. Against two guys that he's that's already beaten. That's already beat him. Yeah. Um, yeah. But at this point, the real thing for me is is as as. Teixeira yeah. run his course. Yeah, that's that's something else I was thinking about. You know, how much how much is his chin really deteriorated? How much is how much has he slowed down? He's yeah. not a, I mean he's not a young man. He got into the UFC really late. He's thirty seven yeah, he's thirty seven years old now. And how many fights did he have before he even got into the UFC? Yeah, that's the problem. Well, and he was that he's like one of those big what ifs because he was trying to get UFC for a number of years, but I was had that he had the visa issue and right. he was stuck fighting in Brazil for five or six yep. years when he's in the prime of his life and he could like 
who knows, he could have been like that, uh, the guy to to take the belt from from Liddell or from Rampage and run with it for a number of years, but instead he uh, unfortunately didn't get that opportunity. That would have been interesting if he would have been able to get in because him and Chuck were teammates at that time. Oh, that would have been, a, that would have been crazy. Yeah. That would have been something even better for TV. Yeah. And, uh, Liddell was already on a roll of getting the, you know, Liddell, Ortiz, Couture, those guys were right. already blowing up the UFC. If, if Teixeira was, was a part of that, was, you know, Liddell's teammates, and, and who knows what they could have done with that, yeah. with that angle. And that was at a time, too, where there was a lot of good uh, light heavyweights that weren't afraid to strike, too, and, and Glover, coming from that boxing background, you would have seen a lot of good uh, stand-up brawls uh, in those fights. Absolutely. You're not going to see him go on a you know 22 fight win streak or whatever the hell it was before he ran. He, he was like 20 or 21 and 0 before he ran into Jones. It yep. was a crazy, crazy win streak. Yeah. Before he ran into John, and then you know he's, he's never even been the same since that fight. That that's was the that problem. Kind of, yeah. Oh yeah. That, I mean, shoulder, that shoulder wrench thing there really affected. Uh, yeah. His uh, his power punches, you know, like he's, he hasn't he hasn't looked the same in, in how he threw his punches since that uh, since that fight. No, and he's only got two KOs since that fight. He knocked out Cummins and he knocked out Rashad. And how long ago was he, did he fight Jones? Is that three years ago now. Jones was in April of two thousand and fourteen, and he lost back to back fights, losing in October to Phil Davis. He got mauled by he got Phil mauled, Davis. And then he was off for almost a year before he came back to fight OSP in August of 2015. And he did good for in uh Yeah, he strung together fights. three in a row and then got his tooth knocked the fuck out. That was the turning point <laughs> and, again. Yeah, he got his tooth knocked the fuck out by Anthony Johnson. And that really showed his chin was shit. And it, it yep, just yep. deteriorated. Cannoneer, I mean, who... Isn't beating Cannoneer. Yeah, I mean, he's, and he still had a decision him. Yeah, he's the Glover of 2013-2014 before he ran it into to John Jones, and even the, the the Glover that went on this little run would have ran right over a guy like Cannoneer, and it took him. He had to take him into all three, and then he just he looks slow. He looks paltry. He looks like he doesn't as lack of power, lack of speed, lack of I don't know, lack of everything. He looks not, he doesn't look like Teixeira anymore. There's something well, missing. And, yeah, and his, I mean, his chin's always been kind of like, like on the verge of about to be gone. Like, if you remember that fight with Maldonado, and then at first, in the first round, he was just like unloading on him for, you know, a good four and a half minutes, and then Maldonado just caught him as he was going backwards and almost, almost flatlined uh, Teixeira in that one. So, I mean, you saw that his chin was going to go sooner than later. It's just a matter of who and when. I don't think there's, I mean, obviously he's going to, they're going to keep him on for a little bit longer and see what else, uh, what else he's got left. Yeah. They're they can't continue af- on. Uh, they can't afford to let him go. No, they're or, not going to. Yeah. They did the delay. Everybody division. Needs not him. at two Oh five. Two Oh five is already on its ass as he is. Will, he will go straight to Bellator. It was, it did was, you guys- Building up two hundred five or trying to right, yeah. yeah. Did you guys see the tweet that uh, that Eric had put up there yesterday or the day before with the updated rankings? For yes, the heavyweight. Yeah, I saw that from that a couple of different people. Hilarious. 
Top three, and then no other information available. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's too bad for Glover because I really like him, but I, he's not. What? He's in a. He, he's just not the way he used to be. No. But, um, his heart's there, but his body has left him. He just put a lot of fucking miles on that body. That's all it is. That's all it is. Everyone gets. Well, every fighter gets to that point, man. Every fighter does. Playing matchmaker, who would you guys put him up with next? Though, like, like to share. Like, Misha. Yeah. Let me take a look. That's I was in that. I'll take a look at Shaking off OSP. Somebody like that. Come on, guys. Let me look at the standings. Does Shogun have a fight lined up? Does who? Shogun. Shogun? Um, I don't believe so. I haven't heard anything. At least not. We'll find out here in a second. Nope. Really nope. Yeah, he, he fought back in March, but nothing's been announced since then. But, uh, yeah, you got Glover at three, uh, Shogun at four, Ozdemir tied for four, I guess, technically, but the, he's at fucking five. Let's just stop. But he's got Manawa, right? Yeah, we can talk about that in a minute. <laughs> uh, Corey Anderson at six, OSP seven, Misha Shirkinoff drops to eight, Eri Latifi's at nine. So take your pick at that point. Uh, Corey Anderson, Anderson is available. Um, does OSP got? He just fought, I know, but yeah. yeah. I don't think he's booked for anything. No, he's not. No, he's not, and he's pretty fresh. He choked Delima out in the second. What was that? That was the. Oh, bon, that was a Von, von Flu. The Von Prue choke. Von Prue. I would I I would say Misha Shirkinov or Corey Anderson would be a good fight. I would watch Shogun and, Give him and Shogun. Glover. I think that would be a war, but one of those two would not do it. They got down in Brazil or something. Just yeah, what the hell? Either way, either one of they're both aging warriors. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys did you guys watch the the post presser or read? Gus's comments where he started shitting all over John Jones and I what did. a horrible person he is. Absolutely. I think, <laughs> so I think we should. Uh, I think there's more to talk about there than the yeah, fight. Than the fight itself, yeah. So Gus gets into the presser and just, like I said, just starts shitting on Jones and what a horrible person he is and he's not a real champion. And... Hold on. Is that to sell himself as the next contender because he believes that John's going to beat DC and he wants the title fight against John? Probably partially. I mean, yeah. is there, I just think Gus, no. I think you're right. He knows he's gotta he's gotta pull himself up and and put himself out there and say shit like that because that's what gets you fights in today's UFC, unfortunately. But I don't I don't know, man. Him saying all that shit about John Jones' criminal past and that is what it is. But when you've got your own criminal fucking past that everybody seems to forget about, let's just in case our some of our listeners aren't aware because. The UFC. Let me pull it up real quick. Some people um, don't. Exa- I mean, it's not widely known for a lot of people that <laughs> no. this is the case. But Alexander Gustafsson isn't exactly been the most legal person in his life, and for someone who's had brush-ups with the law and spent time behind bars, they should not throw stones in a glass house. Right. Yep. That's right. Hold on, I'm sorry. No, I'm, no I'm, go ahead and look it up. We can keep, I mean, we can keep rolling. So, and on top of that, the 
continually throwing shit uh, at John because he got in trouble with the laws, getting fucking old. Yes, we understand that. We get it. He had brush up to the law. We get it. He was suspended for it. We get it. He messed up. Dude, can we get over it already, or are we just going to keep repeating ourselves over and over? Well, you know, John, you you hit a pregnant woman. Yeah, dude, I know. Seven people just said that last week. (laughs) We get it. Do you want to keep repeating the same thing that that guy just said? It's like it's the same thing with Eight Mile. You just same, said the same thing that he said, Meathead. So yeah, that, well, that's it. Yeah, exactly. So this is like from an old BJPen.com article, but people. So he served 15 months in a Swedish prison prison for grievous bodily harm. Um, that was when he was 18. Okay. But people like to just focus on when he was charged at 15. No, 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 no. That was the first time he got in trouble with the law. Uh-huh. People seem to only think, and that this is where I caught some hell on Twitter when I brought it up, was people keep trying to say that it was when he was 15, when he was 15. No, it says uh, he had served, he, Gustafson has had a number of convictions for aggravated assault, including a year and three months in prison. Gustafson faced his first charge when he was just 15. First, first charge, charge. 15. Jail time at 18. Yes. So he's had legit prison. That's prison time. Prison time. time. That yeah. at that. Uh, how much prison time has Jones had? Zero. How much real jail time has John Jones? Served? A night, a couple days in a drunk tank. A couple hours. You know when he turned himself in. Right. With his lawyer, and they fucking bailed him out. And that's it. Immediately, pretty much. I don't think he even did a day in jail for either. If for, he did, it was that all together. Maybe eight hours in his drunk in the drunk tank for See, the DUI it. he got in New York. That's not even really jail time. That's no. a drunk tank. That's that's there's a big difference between the jail and the drunk tank. The drunk tank is just a, a room that they got sitting off of admission, where a bunch of drunk people go in to throw up and piss and sleep it off. Right. And I'm not even trying to throw the dude's past in his face, but like you said, when you're fucking throwing somebody else's past in Brother. their face, and you got a pile of shit behind you. Come on, man. Shut break, your fucking mouth. Man. Give me a break. Shut your fucking Focus mouth. Focus on something else, man. Yeah. Focus on something else. Talk about him as a... This is a fight game. Talk about him as a fighter. Which he I, can't. Which he did. He did. He did. He he says, when I beat you, even though because you know he believes he won. It, it was a controversial decision. Focus on that. Stay but there. Stick with that, yeah. bro. Let it go. Cause you got enough argument there because enough people back you on that. Here's Enough the, people do. Here's the thing, because everybody likes to bring up the hit and run. The hit and run. Yes, and it was uh, terrible. He hit yeah, a fucking was... pregnant woman's car. John Jones didn't set out that night to get drunk. And hit, I mean, he set out to get drunk, but he didn't set out to fucking hit a pregnant woman's car. He didn't set out right. to, to hit a woman's car, a pregnant woman's car, a dude's car, a midget's car, or, uh, any car. He didn't set out to do anything malicious to anybody at all, period, except for his own body. Alexander Gustafson... When you start fighting somebody, you're intending to fucking do some kind of bodily harm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Especially when you you've been training as long as he has. Even Absolutely. at a young age, he got into the fucking martial arts. Yeah. So, dude. And the thing is, is that you can look at like you know, the whole Gustafson thing. Like you know, he how he did turn his life around through that event and whoever. You would think that the way he's turned his life around, he would want to say to something like more positive to John Jones in a way. You know, like. I've been there, whatever. Let's straighten this up. Like, let's get back in there together and let's throw down. Like, you can bring it up, but you can do it in a more positive light. You don't have to keep on ragging on it when you have 
Nimrods in their basement going on Twitter saying like all that stuff to John Jones on a daily basis. Like he's already hear it from all these from from nobodies. Yeah, yeah. Chance that you could you could bring it up, but like I said, bring it up in a positive light and tell them like get past this. Let's do it again. I've been there. You've been there. Boom. But no, he like, he wants to take the the coward's way out for whatever reason. I'm- on positive light, no one talks about the positive stuff John's done either. Do you guys remember the, the purse snatching story? Yep. Yep. Yeah, so uh, just in case anyone that doesn't, John John Jones, before his his title shot to get the uh, the light heavyweight championship, he was out running in the park before that, that uh, fight that night. And whatever arena they were at, he was I outside. Don't yeah, I don't remember. Vegas, probably. Yeah, so he was running in one of the parks nearby or something just to get his cardio up. And he witnessed a purse snatching, chased the dude down, held him down in a rear naked choke um, position, had one of his teammates call the cops, held the dude there until the cops got there. They got the purse back to the lady, picked it, and just uh, got the guy, went to jail. And he signed a couple autographs because the people, the cops knew who he was, and then he went back and won the title that night. So they don't talk about stuff like that that he does. Right. Because it that, that posi- positive kind of things that he does like that, that doesn't get brought up. It's just the negative stuff. I mean, that's a great, great story. But where that gets buried in this stuff. He's not all no, bad. He, he just made mistakes. Yeah. And he's not trying to be a villain. Like, he's trying, he, like, you know, he, he does, he, ma- he makes a mistake. You know, in his mid twenties, whatever, like yeah. mid twenties, mid twenties, in the spotlight, and like the one of the biggest names in the UFC, having all this stuff thrown at you, like anyone would make that mistake. Absolutely. You know, he he tries to move on. He does what he has, he does what he has to do. He takes a tainted supplement that he's not supposed to do. Is kind of cleared, but told that it's your fault for taking it. Dick pills. Uh, un, unwillingly or uh, unknowingly. Yeah. And then they bring all that stuff up, and they're like, well, no, he's a cheater. Well, according to what everyone else has said, he's actually not a cheater. As much as it was, he should have been smarter what he took, he didn't knowingly take it. Don't take the dick pill. That's, well, and, and to say it, just stay people want to rag on him. Stay off the cocaine. Just hate. And yeah, he didn't... You cocaine, you can't sandblast. Yeah. yeah, you gotta be able to sandblast. Man. <laughs> 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 I just, man, I don't know. I just thought... I got, I, because John went on, a, if you didn't see it last night, John Jones went on a Twitter rant, uh, just responding to everything that John, that Alexander Gustafson had said about him. And I had brought up on one of John's tweets, the fact that Alexander Gustafson had been to prison and nobody ever brings it up. And I had so many people jumping on my ass about what I said. And... Just captured. So, um, I can. I, I got the. Tweet. Was it? Was it because they? Was it because they thought it was just the fifteen? Yeah, thing? they kept bringing up the fifteen-year-old thing. But then some guy tried to. He's like, "Well, would you rather Gus has got to do what he's got to do to sell a fight? Would you rather him be? They be all lovey-dovey." I was just like, dude, don't try to fucking explain to me how fight promotion works. Oh, like, give me a break! Get, just shut the fuck up. You're telling me there's no way they could sell that fight unless Gus focuses on John's legal issues? Yeah. There's no other way they could do that. John Jones, the best, probably the best fighter this organization's ever seen. There's no way they could sell that fight without without, without talking about exactly. legal issues. Really? Really. 
give me a they're in the wrong business so I, I just I tell the dude just to shut the fuck up so here, here's uh I got John's tweets pulled up uh started last night with of course you're rooting for Daniel Gus you might as well pray for him while you're at it and here's a little FYI you didn't lose against DC and I because of your cardio you lost because of your lack of heart oh yeah I remember that one. I'm not a champion because you don't like my personality fuck you lol <laughs> Quote, John Jones is a bad person, end quote. You sound like a fucking dork. Congrats on the congrats on the engagement, though. Beautiful woman. That's true. Maybe good guys don't always finish last. I'm not a champion because I'm a bad person with some stupid emoji. You're not a champion because you don't win championship fights. That's another truth. <laughs> Somebody tweeted at him about something. And uh, he said, oh, yeah, because the dude told him to go back to focusing on DC. And he said, yeah, you're right. I'll stop. I would hate me, too, if I were him. And then Gustafson, <laughs> Gustafson tweeted back at Johns, and he said, no, my friend, uh, against you, I lost because of the absence of Aunt, the USADA. John just said, yep, keep telling yourself oh, that, son. Yeah. Uh, so basically, what he's saying, then, is that if he fights Jones again, he's just going to steamroll him. Right now that USADA's there? <laughs> yeah. Basically, he's gonna he's <clears throat> gonna steamroll him. I'd still love to see the fight again. Oh, I, think I want be, it. I Run think it back. Oh, the yeah. fight. I think it's probably the the. I mean, it's it's the fight to make if and if John Jones beats DC, he might yeah. as well because DC is going to be his first rematch, and everybody has wanted that Gus rematch since it happened. So. Absolutely, I, I definitely do. Especially if he's got the strap, let's make it happen. Makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, it's been what three and a half years in the making, right? Yeah. Anything else you guys want to touch on the main event before we move? No, on? just you know, it's been fun, Glover, but uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be start. Here's the the decline of Glover is in full effect. Not that it's already, right. I mean, it's already started. Now we can see it's in full effect, and uh, it was fun while it lasted. If he was giving an Oscar speech, the music just started playing. There it is, brother. Uh, this this next fight, uh, I'm gonna give a little shout out to Blake because. Blake was rolling. This is his boy. Yeah. And uh, I'll eat, we all got to eat some eat crow. Eat some crow, man. One, I didn't man. have a f- yep. fucking hope in the world for nope. Ozdemir. Nope. After the performance he put on against OSP, I thought Misha Shirkinoff was going to destroy him. Oh, God, yes. And just the other way around, Misha Shirkinoff got knocked dead. Oh, my God. That was crazy. It crazy. Unfortunately for Vulcan Ozdemir... <laughs> because of this win, <laughs> he got kind of fortunate. Who knows? I oh, would God, not no. say fortunately. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. think stop this time, man. Your third fight. So because of this, he jumped up to number five, and is now going to face on the same card as John Jones in DC. Mm-hmm. One Jimmy Manawa. Oof. Ouch. Little insurance policy, probably, because you never know if. John or DC are going to make the fucking walk to the cage. Exactly. So yep. you can throw Manawa in there as the uh, yeah as the championship contender. But I mean, anything can happen in a fight. That's oh, for yep. sure. Yep. Jesus. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna completely discount it, but I don't like the fight for him. <laughs> for Ostemir? No. Oh God, no. Jesus, no. 
Not your third fight into the UFC, man. But anything can happen, dude. Maybe, maybe well, he'll yeah, fucking I kill I didn't Jim like it for checking off. No, I didn't either. <laughs> no. He fucking railroaded him. That's, Jesus. Imagine how crazy it would be if, if after, like, say, you know, say he get he does beat Manawa, lands a shot, knocks him down, Gus gets hurt, all of a sudden he could be looking at his fourth fight and be fighting for the belt. Well. Yeah, it's... Let's focus on the win, though. Great yeah. win for uh, Ozdemir. Sure, very good win. He, he, fast turnaround for him back in camp in a couple, probably a week or two, and get ready for USC two fourteen at the end of July. Yeah, and circling off well. Yeah, Michel pick up pieces. Yeah, it's not, not. He's not going anywhere. Nah, I don't know. He's still a hell of a talent. He just resigned, didn't he? I believe so. I think he did. Yeah, that was his first fight back since resigning. That's what I thought. Yeah, that whole debacle with. Contract. They were going to let him walk and all that nonsense, and then they realized that they don't actually have a light heavyweight division, so they need to keep as many guys as they can. Yeah, first loss in the UFC. Uh, not a big deal. Not be fine. Deal at all. He's a hell of a talent. He's low, not going anywhere. Low growing pains. Um, Peter Sabata picks up the KO win in the second round over Ben Saunders. Again, I uh, will eat the crow, but yeah, this one was a biased pick because I love Ben. But he just beat the brakes off of him, him. Put him on fucking yeah. skates early, yeah. <laughs> dropped him three times. Yep. Sorry for my boy Ben. Yeah, that was it. I think I think Ben will be okay though. Though I think they'll keep him around. Oh yeah. Hopefully, don't. I think he'll be again. fine. He's been going since what, he he was Ultimate Fighter. Uh, Saunders was that where he got his original start to the UFC? Yeah, he was. He's Sarah Hughes. Yeah, I think he was Sarah Hughes. Or Sarah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so he, okay, so yeah, he's been, so he's definitely been around for a while there between UFC, Bellator, and, and a couple other places, right, so. Yeah, he, and then some independents, every time, you know, he'd get caught and he would go fight in a couple right. independents <laughs> and come back and stuff. Um, well, it's a solid win, for, like, for Sabata to get, like, a nice win over a vet that a lot of, like, a lot of people should know if they don't know. I can't see the tough one. No, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure Ryan. I mean, I trust Ryan. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, absolutely. Because I was thinking for a second, Rampage and Forrest, but that's Matt Brown. I think you're right. I think you because he was on Team Sarah. I'm just trying to go back and just trying to they yeah, they trying to put put a jersey on one of the guys and just can't can't do it. That's I'm picturing the the orange and blue jerseys, and that was right. that was Sarah's that was Sarah's team. So I'm pretty sure it was Sarah and Hughes. Anything else in these boys in the main card? Um, I Jack Hermanson knocked out uh, Alex Nicholson, the dude that screamed, "I am Sparta." Oh yeah. Uh, okay. What's uh, Razak Alassan's first name? Yeah. Omar. Oh, was that guy? It was uh, Akhmedov's first fight? In the UFC? Was, he, was this his debut or was this his second one? Uh, no. Oh, he, no, he's, he's been around for a while. Been around for a while. Been a while. Yeah. Long while. Yeah. I don't really have anything else in the I main card. They're not really um, Nordine Talib one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Nordine Talib looked good. Uh, I, I was more impressed with a lot of the fights in the prelims and, and uh, early prelims myself 
than some of the fights on the main card, but Pedro Munoz. Yeah, Pedro Munoz like. picked up his decision, and I think I heard his contract is up now too. Is it okay? Yeah. We'll see what they do with that guy. He's uh, what fourteen and two? He's not, he's not doing too bad. He's put together a nice no. little, nice little, uh, nice little streak. I didn't realize that he's on a three and zero last loss to Jimmy Rivera. He's been doing quite well for himself. I didn't realize that he's uh. Let's put that together. Yeah, he's been on, he's had a really good streak. I mean, since losing to, to Jimmy Rivera, dude. I mean, and that's and it was a good fight. But, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. The, uh, two, the two losses that he has in UFC are Rivera and the Sun South. I mean, that's uh, I didn't, nothing, how do you complain nothing, about nothing, that? Nothing, nothing to hang your head down with those two. Like he that's was, you know, he expected for a lot of guys. Dude, Lewis is a close split to Jimmy Rivera. I mean, you don't really. You can't hang your fucking head down at that. You gotta be. No. You gotta appreciate the the work he puts in with that one. No, uh, Ryan, you were right. It was Saren Hughes. He lost to Tommy Spear. Oh, okay. This is the one I want to talk about. Reza Ma- oh, Daddy yeah. and and Joachim Silva. What the hell, man? I I I can I I rewatched <laughs> it back and I'm I'm all right with the decision. I I thought it was Reza's fight the first time and watching it live. But I, I got I'm I'm with him and I'm not upset with it. But Jesus Christ, what a fight! My daddy put on a fucking a good showing for coming off of a two week yeah two week late yeah. notice fight. I I don't have anything else to say about him besides just great yeah. Work, I, th- I thought Reza's takedown and control won him the fight. I thought so too. Watching it live, but you know the refs or the judges. You know they see different things, and I and I the submission attempts, some of the the the, the flurries at the end of the round that Silva put on. I think if if Madati would have had a longer camp and his conditioning didn't go out because he was he was fighting on fucking heart and gas like fumes yeah. at the in the third round. So yeah, but he came out like a bullet in the first and second. So and that that's what you see a lot like when you see these guys go on uh, a short notice fight that they just try to get it done as soon as they can cuz they might they know that their cardio is probably not going to be as good as it should be and if you can't get it done early early on enough like you see like you know it just starts to gas a little bit and that's sometimes all it takes is for the for I mean for anyone for any any opponent that you would have that's all they need is to see get that a little bit tired and then they can just take over and do what they got to do absolutely uh yeah, Nico Muskoki. Oh yeah, that knockout was nasty. The That's the one. stanky leg. Yeah, <laughs> Bojan Bel- uh, chick I don't know, goddamn foreign names. Knocked out Nico Muskoki and Muskoki. It put him on the. It was that. This was the highlight you saw of all the highlights. The gifts, everything that made it onto Twitter. It, it was, was him like, doing uh, the stanky leg. He looked like Don Flamenco from from Mike Tyson's knockout. He looked like <laughs> he went back and forth. <laughs> he looked like Michael Venom Page doing the Ronda Rousey dance. Yeah. That's what he looked like. It was crazy. Like that was a, the real life fucking MVP Ronda Rousey dance. Yeah. Um, that was a hell of a knockout. Uh, oh no, see. I want to talk about Till. That go. was a fucking fight, dude. Darren Till yeah. put on a clinic of just takedowns and beatings. Yeah. That that was super impressive. He does have a terrible tattoo, though. Oh yeah, wow. But Darren Till looked really impressive, really, really impressive. And Ryan's boy, poor Marcin uh, Held, man. You know, two tough draws for your first two fights in the UFC and losing tough decisions. And then you're on your way to 
winning the fight and you got oh, clipped. Man. Yeah, the, I don't know. He was going for the Imanari roll or, you know, whatever, trying to get into 50-50. And he'd, been, yeah. and he'd done it a few times already in the fight. And so... his opponent just timed it and need him dead. With that much time left in, I know, the, man. in the last bit of round three, he didn't need to be doing that. Dude, I was... So like oh, I turned, it, was, it was only like seven seconds into round. Yeah, three. it was early. It was it was right at the beginning. Yes. Yeah, so oh yeah. Twenty seconds into twenty the, seconds yeah, into the twenty fight. seconds into the third round. It was, Bing. They came out. I didn't, circled. Get, I didn't get to see the early. He, early yeah, season. he threw, he threw a couple of jabs and then immediately tried to hit that Eminari <laughs> roll. And oh yeah. As he went down for it, it was just oh wait. clap. Is yeah. this the one where yeah. I asked if there were seven seconds left or seven seconds or whatever it was? Yeah, yeah, this was the one you were right, asking. Yeah. Was, it, was it 20 seconds left or 20 seconds or whatever yeah. it was? Yeah, now I remember. I, I was, dude, I was cooking breakfast. Like, I had my grill going. I was making some bacon and shit on my grill. And <laughs> I had my iPad out on the, sitting on the grill next to me watching it while I'm doing it. And I'm like, okay, cool. Held's going to finally get his first one. Thump! Bing! And it was over. Yeah. Cause that's I, the thing, like, like when you, you do that, when you do a move too many times against a guy that, that you know, they're going to read it, and unfortunately, all it takes is that, you know, uh, I know what's going to happen, and boom. Thump, yep. and good night. Good night. That, that's, that's it. That's it, baby. Uh, You'll go back to Bellator probably now and just go on, like, like a crazy, like, 15-fight win streak and just I hope, guys left center, like... I really hope they give him another shot. I mean, I know he's lost three in a row, but... He was, I mean, this fight was his. He was beating the brakes off the dude and just got caught. Diego. Yeah, lost to Lozon. Lozon was a split decision, and he lost a unanimous to Diego. And and when you get your first fight, too, and you go up against, like, Diego, and you got the jitters, and it's, you know, yeah, you got Diego Sanchez as your opponent. Like, you're going to, like, have a lot of struggles, but... No, Lozon is no fucking. No, Lozon is no joke either. So, um, even even in this declining Joe Lozon that we have, he's still dangerous as hell. So, I want yeah. Marcin Hall to get another chance. But we'll see. So we'll see. That lightweight division is so deep that like they can probably try to throw him like like another one of the uh, one of these Demirs, and maybe he can go back to his old ways and get like a, a couple of good submissions and that kind of stuff. You know. Yeah, dude, you know what would be a no? He dropped it. He's at forty-five. Never mind. I was gonna say I'd like to see him and Ryan Hall go at it. Ryan Hall, the the king of the drop yeah. down. It would be a super boring <laughs> fight for everybody, but like anybody that likes really good jujitsu competitions. Yeah, and I would like to watch that. I'm sorry, I would. Yeah, I would. I love jits, and they're both leg lock specialists. They both love the fifty-fifty. Yeah. Ryan, they really do. Ryan is like the the, the savior oh, of the fifty fifty or whatever. So Ryan, Ryan Hall is probably the most hated guy. He is that great man. Was, was awful, and I even shit on it. And I love this stuff, but it, I do too. His much. striking needs to come somewhere, but I think him and Misha would be a good fight. Or um, I'm sorry, Marcin Held. Uh, overall thoughts on the card rating? What do you what do you give it? It wasn't bad. It was a B card. It was better than what what yeah, we anticipated it being, so. Yes, it usually is when we don't know who half the fighters are. Yeah, I got a B minus B. Yeah, it was a B. It wasn't bad. It was there's a little stanky leg, a little you know, some, some good knockouts, good some knockouts, good brawls. some good stuff. You know, there wasn't a lot yeah. of stuff where I would say eh, could have done without that. There was yeah. a few of them. There I wasn't mean, a lot was, of lull card, no, lull fights or anything like that. It was a like B. That. It was a good card. 
Yeah, so yeah, definitely solid, solid B minus to B. Like you guys, like really entertaining fights there and there. Uh, really solid knockouts and and you know, and if you're a sucker for a really good moment there, you know, Gustafson gets the win in his hometown, then proposes to his girlfriend, and uh, you know, the icing on the cake if you're a romantic. <laughs> well, yeah, not, that was so. a really nice moment. Congratulations to Alexander. Yeah, she's hot. She is. She's beautiful. She looked like a Swedish Janet Kornikova. Oof. I loved watching there when uh, when he's you know they're calling her in and she's looking. I, I have to go in. I was like, yeah, go for it. She's like, uh, she has no idea what's happening. I'm like, oh come on, you gotta know what's gonna happen. Like you don't just go in there and he's fiddling with something in his hands. Like don't act surprised. Come on. She might not have been able to see him like, though. Screw you. I don't want to go in there. Bunch of stinky yeah. guys. Fuck that. Bunch of blood. This is ridiculous. Right. Yeah, Ryan, what, what's your uh, rating for the card, man? Uh, B minus B plus. Uh, B, uh, B minus B rather. All right, let's move yeah, on. Yeah. Let's move on to this Saturday night from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, UFC two twelve. The main event is going to be a featherweight title unification fight as the <clears throat> champion Jose Aldo takes on the interim champion Max Holloway. It's the battle for whose bullshit belt will be the fucking recognized bullshit belt. Hey, if they're removing an interim title from the mix, I am all for it. Are they really removing an interim title, though? They're, they're getting rid of... There's two of them right now. They're getting rid of one. <laughs> Fair as, enough. As they're as, just going to combine Connor, interim titles. You know what I mean? Until Connor loses at 145, he's still the champion. Yeah. And everybody knows it's that. It's just like if John, until John Jones loses at 205, he's the fucking champion. Yep. Exactly. One, for, one of the 145 belts is going away yes. after this weekend, so fine. Maybe. Maybe the other person will just start carrying them both. Oh, good God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like Shawn Michaels back before WrestleMania. Yeah, when he had the when he had both the both, IC belts. both the IC belts. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's gonna be that'll be uh, your next review for uh, for the for the featherweight title. Be if a they put match. those featherweight titles above the cage on a, for a ladder match, I'm done. Yeah, I'm out. Peace. I'm out. <laughs> I, I love my WWE. I love my UFC. Well, fucking want them together. No, don't mix them together. I'm I good. want my chick and my side chick on separate ends of the bed. <laughs> oh shit oh, and we're off the rails another <laughs> time uh let's uh let's start with ryan man what do you what's your breakdown of this one uh i'm gonna take the i'm gonna take the bait i'm gonna take max holloway uh i've been really really impressed the more uh the more and more i see of him uh mainly especially his last few fights uh, and the, uh, the streak that he's on, uh, Jose Aldo, ten years he's had thirteen bad seconds inside the cage. You know, like it's hard to go against him. But you know, like, like we've been, we just said with Glover, eventually everyone starts to to fade away. And we saw him get knocked out early. We've seen him get dropped a couple times in his fights. We've like, I think that if Holloway can drag it into the deep rounds, like we've like we've seen for in a lot of Aldo's career. He can get in trouble, and I think if it gets in the championship rounds, I think uh, Holloway can just pull away and take a decision win. Uh, Holloway's just got to be really weary, I think, for those uh, for those kicks early on, because when Jose starts on those kicks early in the fight, it can be a long night for anyone. Dave, 
Yeah, you know what? Um, I love Max. I love what Max has done. I love the stuff he's put together since that loss to Connor. He's really been on a roll. He's been uh, he's been he's been tearing through everybody. And I'd like to pick him, but I can't. I'm gonna go with uh, the tried and true Jose Aldo, who has also beaten, destroyed uh, everyone as champion except for Conor McGregor. Um, uh, leg kicks. Leg kicks, leg kicks, working, working, working over Max uh, to the point where Max can barely walk anymore, and then Jose Aldo is going to take over from there. I think that this is going to be the unification that Chelsea needs, and maybe Connor will come back down, drop him in 15 seconds, or maybe 11 seconds this time, and take his belt back again. Who knows? But I got Jose Aldo coming out of this one as the unified champion. Um, but. It's, it's hard to pick him because of all the the good that Max has done. He's just been on a tear, and I've I've loved I've loved everything that he's done coming up to this point. It's hard for me to see Jose do this. I'm not the biggest Aldo fan, no, but I just I, I see him taking I see him taking young Max, uh, I see him taking him deep, and I see him working over those legs a lot and hurting him. Yeah, I've seen a lot of media trying to play up this for Max that he has this reach advantage. No. Max has a height advantage. Yeah. Max yeah. is is a, is five four inches taller than, than Jose Aldo. But Jose Aldo has the longer reach. Mm. Yep. So let's just knock that whole argument yeah. out of the way. I'm also going with Aldo. Um a lot of the same reasons that you're saying um also you know that's why I wanted to was looking at the uh you're good. I was just pointing out why I wanted you to scroll down. I'm looking at the uh, the, the significant strikes um, absorbed per minute and the uh, significant strike defense. And Mac, I mean, 3.74 isn't a lot of numbers, but against a guy that can throw and land with deadly accuracy like Eldo, yeah, man, the amount of shots that he takes is, I think, that's going to get him into a lot of trouble. And like you said, I think Aldo drags him into the long, the deep waters. Those leg kicks, it's going to take a lot out of Max. And I just see Aldo picking up the decision. It's going to be an Aldo fight. I think he's going to do a lot of the same things he tried to do to Frankie and was successful with. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bummer because fan-wise, I'm a much bigger fan of, of Max Holloway. I'm also a bigger, much bigger uh, fan of Max Holloway. And Max has been on a really impressive tear. Really impressive. If tip. I had to pick a guy that I think deserves it more, I would pick Max Holloway. If I had to pick a guy that I think would, because Jose Aldo doesn't sell shit either. No, he's not a guy. He's, he's he's pulled out of like six fights. He's not a guy you can rely on. Everything that I want to do as a fan leads me right down to Max Holloway. But he tried to avoid this fight at one point yeah. to go to one fifty five. But I just yeah, but I, the fan in me wants to pick Max Holloway. Everything wants me to lead to Max. I'm anyway. trying to pick. But I can't. Yes. I, I just analytically I because I believe that fight wise, I believe Jose's gonna do it again. And it sucks for the division and it sucks for the fans and it sucks because I believe Max has a lot more fans than Jose. Oh, Aldo absolutely. Does. Uh, maybe yeah, not, not maybe not in, not in Brazil, but worldwide, worldwide US, you know, uh, I don't know. It's just it's it sucks to me. Sometimes it really sucks to have this job. That we have because we uh, we have to pick guys pick against guys that we really 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 like. Yeah, and and, and I really 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 like Max Holloway. And I really dislike Jose Aldo. Yeah. So 
See, I think the other thing with two, like, being like division wise, is I just don't want to see Cub Swanson, Leapfrog, all these guys get Pella shot because they won't do Edgar Aldo 3, and justifiably so. I think that Max Holloway gets the win at least. You can at least see Frankie. I mean, Frankie may not deserve a Pella shot necessarily, but he's more likely to. You're going to have a more deserving challenger to the belt if Holloway wins. Well, that's why I said it's. it's Ties up and right. sucks for the division of all the wins because he's already beaten half the people or most of the people in the division. So with Max up there, you got all new challenges and all new fights. I mean, it, it's a new, it's a it's a rematch fight if he fights Cub, but it's not like it's a fight we really got to see a lot of. That's it. That's you know what I'm saying? Now, and, it, and that was yeah. back in WEC, was it not? Yeah. Or was that that was okay? That's title no, fight yeah, now that, too. That it's right, you know. Titles on the line this time. And, it's just, and, I mean, he knocked him out with a double, a flying double knee. Yeah. How often? To, in the very beginning of the oh, fight. Oh man. Eight, eight, eight seconds, eight seconds into the fight. Yeah. Right. That's what yeah. I mean. It, oh wow. It, yeah. It's. I don't know. I didn't remember it was that. quick. Oh yeah, dude. It was. I had it was completely a, forgotten that it was that quick. It was a flash. Bye bye. See ya. So it's not like we really got to see the fight. Same thing can be argued for the Conor McGregor thing too. Yeah, thirteen. Sure. And I want to yeah. see the Conor McGregor yeah, exactly. Aldo fight, the rematch. Yeah. I've been. Saying that for a long time, I want to see that fight. Yeah, but you know, I think Cub Cub is deserving of a, of a shot at it too. So Frankie, yeah, is also deserving because of his position in the rankings. But Christ, the guy's had how many title fights? He's had enough. Yeah, he's Frankie Edgar, and he's he's gonna go down as one of the best. I would best rather watch Hollow if Holloway wins. I would honestly rather watch him fight Cub. Yeah. I think that's a more intriguing matchup than Frankie. A really fun fight. That's so much fun. So much fun with Cub. Because Frankie's just gonna he's gonna try to take Holloway down and maul him and, and maul him and just ride him and ride him. And him ride and Cub was standing bang. Yeah, yeah. We know what Frankie's gonna try to do with him. Right. I'm actually more excited about the uh, the co-main event than I really am for the title fight. Oh, it's this is great! Claudia Claudia Gedalia and Karolina Kovačević duking it out for the uh, the right to go get beat by Ioana again. Yeah. I think this is a really exciting yeah, but fight. This is so much fun. It is a it's a super fun fight. This is going to be Claudia's first fight. She changed camps now. She's uh left her team in Brazil and is now training at Jackson Wink. Oh, really? Yes, sir. So this is her first fight with uh with the camp with a full camp with them? Yes. She so she's had a full camp. She didn't No, I think it's full camp, yeah. Is it a full she, camp? She's been, okay. She's been with them for this full camp. Wow, and Claudia just Claude just two losses. They're both to Yuana. Or Yuana, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. There, yeah, there, there's three losses total here. One for Carolina, one and two for Claude, and they're, they're all, all to three Yuana. or two at the uh, JJ. Yuana. Yeah, they are. And even though Claude has lost to Yuana twice, I'd still watch her fight Yuana again. I've got you can argue that she beat her. Like uh, yeah, you do have that argument in the, in the first one exactly. Um, I personally would rather I I would rather have the Kovačević rematch or rematch. I think because she did more damage to Yuana. I mean, dropping her and the only time I picked Yuana to lose was the second Claudia fight because of how well Claudia right. did the first time against her. I thought, ooh, if and someone's do in that rematch, yeah, yeah, if someone's gonna beat Yuana, this is the girl to do it. So let's give her let's let's pick her now because anyone else coming up, Ioana's just not gonna lose. 
Where, Dave, what do you, who's your pick for the fight? In this fight, I'm staying with Claudia Gadelia. Um, as much as, again, I, I think I'd like to see Carolina get another shot at, uh, at Juana, uh, I think it'd be a better fight. I still think Claudia, man, I think she's too strong, too tough. I think uh, submission's way too good. And I think being down at Jackson Winker striking, and I want to see if she's, you know, takes, uh, uh, takes use of those uh, oblique kicks. And yeah. Those, those tr- some of those traditional Jackson Wink maneuvers. Um, at the same time, changing camps altogether first fight makes me nervous. Because it can either be a great thing or... Jackson Wink's success rate with fighters in their first fight changing over is pretty Good. high. I don't remember the Good numbers, stuff, but right? I, did see, I did see on Twitter that they do have yeah. really high positive numbers for people that switch to Jackson Wink for their fight camp. So I, I want to so. see if she takes advantage of some of those great techniques that all the Jackson Wink fighters take advantage of that are taught there, uh, repeatedly taught there. I'm gonna take Claudia. I'm gonna take Claudia Gadelia in this one. Yeah, I'm. I've got Claudia as well for the same reasons as you mentioned. I, I just said I want the the Carolina rematch more because it's just there hasn't been two of them. But Claudia, yeah. I think Claudia's just too tough. I She's too. too tough. I, she would absolutely be the champion of this division if if Joanna wasn't already yeah. there. Oh yeah, yeah. Ryan. Yeah, yeah. We'll be, we'll be three for three, and I'm doing it late. It kills me because I really do like uh, Kolkavich a lot. But I just think, like, the way that Claudia, you know, <clears throat> arguably that first fight that we said, she she could have won if it was a different judge. Uh, the second fight, she had her really in a bad position going into that third round and beyond it, but she just couldn't keep up the pace of that Ioana, that Ioana, Ioana has. Uh I just think that Claudia is a is a different beast, and it's I think I think she's gonna have a, an easier time than most think against uh, against Kovalevich on Saturday. It's gonna be a great fight. Oh man, it's gonna be exciting! So fight. excited so, for that like fight! I said it's the the fight I'm most excited for. I'm probably the whole card. Uh, in, in the third fight of the main event, and supposedly his retirement fight, even though. Uh, we found out he actually has one more fight left on his car or his contract. Um, Vitor Belfort is taking on Nate Marquardt. I think Vitor is going to win this one because it's in Brazil. <laughs> take that, however the fuck you want to take it. I will not make any accusations yeah. of anything. I will not incriminate myself with shit. Whatever it. I think you're you're not even fucking gonna listen to this. No, but <laughs> I'm taking your boy. So don't ever say I didn't pick it for him. Fuck you. I got Vitor. I think he finds something. Dad bod. Uh, Nate Marquardt's just not the fighter he used to be anymore. Uh, what's his last few look like? I know he's not done. Well, he just lost to Smiling Sam. I think uh, back in February, or January. He, he did. He lost to Smiling Sam in January. That was his last fight by decision. Uh, he had beaten. Tamden McCory uh, in October of 2016. So it's a win one, lose one, win two, win one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I got Vitor. I got Vitor. Probably stoppage, maybe, second round. Yeah. 
Right? What do you see? Yeah. Um, like I, I said to you there but before we started recording, I was really hoping that this was going to be Vitor's last fight in the UFC so that he would just come out roided to the gills. Like, we saw him there for uh, that little stretch there. Because that was, like, so fun to watch, even oh. though it was kind of cheating. Like I said, uh, he's he's in but, Brazil. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, Brazil did just pop uh, Gastelum, right? So, I mean, for they're... weed? Yeah, well, weed. I mean, if you're going to pop him for weed, you got to pop him for everything, right? No. But when was the last time you heard about anybody <laughs> popping for steroids in Brazil? Steroids is okay because, hey. you know. That, that, when was the last yeah, time you heard that. about anybody popping for steroids in Brazil? Yeah. I so, haven't. It's always the first. Always. Uh, but I I do think that uh I do think that Vitor's in a in a do I think that like we said, Nate Marquardt has he's got I mean, Vitor's got a lot of miles, but I mean Nate's right up there with him like and he's taking I feel like a lot more damage than Vitor. Uh he hasn't looked the same in a long time. Even when he does get a win, he just doesn't look like the Nate uh of old. I think Vitor gets a finish. I don't know if it'll be, I think, second or early third, but I think Vitor get, uh, gets, the, uh, gets the win. Vitor with that flurry. Mm-hmm. The Vitor flurry. Head kick. And bing, bam, 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 bam. Real early. Takes it home early. Nate just gets that big, gigantic fucking Nate Marquardt head. Sticks it right out there. And Belfort smashes it and uh, and finishes him. And now watch, he gets dropped in the first by Nate Marquardt. And that exactly. was... <laughs> which was... This was supposed to be Belfort's last yeah, fight. Yeah, like we and said. We, and we come to, find, to be... find out from... Uh... Well, Vitor was the one that put it out there that it was the last fight on his contract. So yes. after his last fight, he's like, I have one fight left on my contract. I'm going to fight in Brazil and then retire. No, Vitor, you have two fights off on your contract. Yeah. Yep, it was released from... Uh, uh, combat and MMA fighting sources that he has one more fight after this fight with Nate Marquardt. Yes, and unless he negotiates a release, he's not going to be able to just go fight somewhere else yeah. like Pride or Ryzen or yeah. Bellator. Pride, Ryzen. Yeah, yeah. I, I, why did it take so long for this thing to come out, though? Too? Like, why did I don't they... fucking know because Wait. nobody did their research. They were just nobody like, cared. Oh, they took, yeah, nobody cared. Get juiced up and then they, then they just pop and they go, oh, actually. And I got to stick here, yeah, one year suspension, and then you got to come back and fight one more time. Nobody really cared about Belfort anymore, did it? It's, it's, they're so oh, over it. And, and then, then when he came out with the with the I want my retirement fight against CM Punk, they right. really rolled their eyes. We're like, "Fuck, what is this guy? This, what's wrong with this kid?" He's got it. He wants to. He wants to end it on a high note and and beat somebody up. So. Uh, Here's your chance against Nate Marquardt because he was originally supposed to face Calvin Gaslam and. Yeah, that went... Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Anderson Silva was supposed to... It was Anderson and... It was it was Anderson and... And Kelvin. Yeah, and then Kelvin popped dirty, and yep. then Anderson wouldn't fight anybody else. Yeah. And then just completely dropped off the card. That was it. That was it. So, uh, let's round out this main card. Uh, Paulo Boracina taking on Alawale Bamgus, the Holy War Angel. Yeah, it's gonna be a sparker. These two guys both like to stand and bang, man. Um, I'm gonna go with Aluale though by knockout. This is 
That's only a second Gareth, fight. Yeah, Gareth McKellen. He knocked out Gareth McKellen at fight night uh, Brazil? March? Yeah, in March. Yeah. Early March. Early March, back when... Belfort, Gaslam. Belfort and Gaslam helping. And, uh... So take a look here, but yeah, I think... He's, he's on a couple fights. He's one, he's one and two. One and two, yes. Daniel Serafin and... Caesar Ferreira ain't nobody... Ain't no, no joke, though. Um, I haven't seen enough of, of Paulo. I mean, I've seen him... 25 seconds. I don't even remember that fight, to be honest you know, with you. Yeah, so, uh, Bumkaboos is, is who I'm going to take. I'm going to take him. I'm, uh, he's, he's a scary dude. These two, these two guys are going to stand yeah. in the middle of the cage and beat the, just try to beat the brakes yeah, off Yeah, they're other. both knockout artists. I mean, yeah. 100% knockout, 89% knockout. They're not exactly, you're not going to see the most efficient jiu-jitsu and greco-roman wrestling and judo out of these guys you're gonna see stand and bang and bang and bang and whoever gets that one bang in there the other one's gonna fall yeah uh of his six and two record uh bongaboos is 100 percent ko's <clears throat> apollo is at 89 percent and an 11 percent uh sub rate so neither one of these guys i think are gonna let this one go to a decision but uh yeah nah. ryan i'm with you I'm with you, Jeff. I got the Alawale taking this one. I, I haven't seen much of both of these guys, so I am going on uh, more of the who they fought and just seeing that. I mean, it, it was a loss, but having fighting Uriah Hall to me in, uh, in his UFC debut I mean, makes me feel like he may have had a bit of a tougher competition level in UFC right now. Yeah. Uh, so that's the only reason I'm going to go with that. And kicking off You're the... Really flying by the seat of my pants. Sorry, Ryan, I didn't mean to cut you off. I thought you were finished. Oh, no, all good, all good. No, yeah. I was just saying, I'm just going by the seat of my pants. That's it. All good. Bad things happen when you listen to things in the seat of your pants. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the worst were they're in the seat of her. Uh, kicking uh, off the main card is going to be <clears throat> Eric Silva taking on Yancy Medeiros. Uh, Silva was coming off of a win over... Luan Chagas back in 2016, September, some fight night. But before that, he'd lost to Nordin Talib and Neil Magny. It'd be Koscheck and Rhodes. And... Uh, Medeiros has got a win over Sean Spencer. And a loss to Francisco Trinaldo and Dustin Poirier, also while beating John McDessie. They're is both a... kind of spotty. Yeah. I would yeah. say more recently, Medeiros has the more impressive wins. I think Silva had is either had took an injury, or he popped. I don't remember which one it was. Um, I think it was. Uh, he was the guy who, when uh, drug testing came in, he like his body was like the first one where they were like, "Oh wow, like what happened to this guy?" And that's when his record started going really, really spotty. I think, and I think he took an injury or took a time off, like. Yeah, he was a victim of USADA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a deflate. So, this was his, this is his first fight back in like eight months or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Something ridiculous. So, um, I'm interested to see what's going to happen. Eric Silva (laughs) used to be. Used to be a killer. Scary. But that was when he could put that needle in. Oh, God, yeah. Pop that needle in his ass. His debut fight was ridiculous. Like, he just, he like, just ran ran gum through with the guy I think like in like just over a minute in, the, in his first fight yep 
Uh, I'm going to go with Yancy Medeiros. I am. Until I see what kind of Eric Silva we're going to get again. If that Eric Silva we know, used to have could ever yeah. come back. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to pick Eric Silva until I can see what, what we're going to get out of him now. Because he was roided up. He was a fucking killer. Uh, because he was talented on top of being strong as a bull. Right. Um, right. Talent is going to get him a long way, but let's see if it's it wasn't just the strength and the talent. Let's see if the talent is there as well. Medeiros uh, is a tough motherfucker. Medeiros doesn't. Medeiros is Medeiros, and I think he's 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 a he's a good enough talent to where if Silva isn't juicing, I think he beats him. As long as as long as Medeiros is careful on the ground, because Eric Silva is super dangerous with his oh, jujitsu. Yeah. Super oh, yeah. dangerous with his jujitsu, but on the feet, I think Madero's pieces him up all day long, and he's got pretty good. Uh, his takedown defense is good. Madero's is eighty six percent takedown defense, so and uh, the accuracy for Silva is only forty six. I think I think we'll be all right for for Yancy Madero's. I think he can keep it on his feet long enough to knock out Eric Silva anyway. Um. Yeah, that's the main. Yeah, well, I don't get to make my. Pick oh, I'm sorry. Pick. I thought you made your pick. My apologies. <laughs> so, What's going on? Yeah, I pretty much. I pretty much leaned right into it there before, and I was saying like, yeah, I I don't trust Silva like you guys. You know, like you don't know what you're gonna get since uh, since Usada came in. What you like? He's been so up and down, and I just can't trust a guy like that. That once drug testing becomes uh, becomes part of the game, and you can't string together decent wins for a while, I can't trust you to in a fight. I've gotten they got with you guys on on uh, uh Medeiros all day with this one. My apologies, Ryan. It's all good. So that rounds out the main card. Uh the pay per view starting at ten o'clock. The main fight of the FS1 prelims kicking off at 8 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Jeff's a fucking liar, Timmy, because this is actually the fight I'm most excited about, even though it's Shadow Man, but fucking Marlon Moraz making his Moraz Morace. Uh, Moraz. I, dude, I've heard you hear it a hundred fucking different ways, man. It all depends on who's saying it. New Jersey boy, Tom's yeah, River. Man. Yeah, Marlon's a tough motherfucker. If if this is New Jersey, because it kind of looks like this, I'm up here. Here's the Jersey Shore up here. Dave is using his fist. I'm right here on Union Beach. Who can't see. That is Tom's River. Okay. That's how close Tom's River is to where... Uh, That's where Frankie's from, Tom's River. Frankie is from... Or is it... Um, there's another guy that's from Tom's Yeah, River. I think it's Frankie. I think it is Frankie. And Jim yeah. Miller... Tinky's from Tom's River, and Jim Miller is from... Hazlitt. Hasler or Homedale, one of the two. I think it's Hazlitt. Yeah, I mentioned because I, I, I Hazlitt's even closer to Hazlitt's closer to me. Hazlitt's right off the thirty-five, and I was right off the thirty-four. Okay, real close to me. Yeah, so Jeff, just a fucking liar because he forgot about this fight and this. The debut of Marlon Morass is what I've been waiting for for a while. Um, I don't know how much either one of you guys have watched any of Marlon's shit in the in uh, the the World Series of Fighting, but uh, mostly just. Um, Highlights, right. clips, YouTubes, um, or um, like the the highlights from like MMAfighting.com, yeah. the embedded stuff like that. Not much uh, as, in terms of the entire, the full package right. for him. Enough to know that he is a bad motherfucker. Yes. 23 and 4. Uh, 
or no, sorry, he's had 23 total fights, 18 wins, eight by knockout, five submission, five by decision, four losses, two by knockout, two submission, and a draw. Uh, yeah, I've been uh, watching a lot of him. Well, not a lot, but as much as I can ever since uh, you brought him to my attention there. And mm-hmm. Marlon, I, I like him. Marlon has not lost a fight since 2011. Awesome. Uh, but Ryan is coming in. Or Marlon is coming in against a tough, tough, tough fucking oh, opponent. Oh, God, yeah. Like, yeah. Jesus, God, this is not a good first draw to go up against Rafael Asuncao in Brazil, nonetheless. Oh, God, no. If he can get by this guy in, in Rio decisively, yeah. then 135-pound division best be on notice. They best be on notice. What? I was just looking up Marlon Mauricio. It says he's Brazilian too, so wouldn't it make wouldn't make much of a difference, would it? Mm. He is from, but yeah, fighting out of. Oh, I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. He is. He is. I'm sorry. Just he fights out of New Jersey. I don't know how much fighting he's done down in Brazil. Fights out of Tom's River. Maybe he's. Is, is that must be the same kind of camp that. He's tra- uh, yeah, he's he's with uh, with Frankie. With and Frankie, the same yeah. camp then. Yeah, he's one of. Uh, oh God, what is his name? Um, their coach. Shit. Oh. Um, oh. I keep wanting. To, I know, dude. I'm, I keep wanting to say Matt Hoffman, and that's not even fucking anywhere close to it. But it's. Uh, is it Matt something? Fuck, I know I, Blake and fucking Blake and fucking Kyle are screaming at me right now. Screaming Henry? at me. Mark Henry, thank you. Henry. Mark Henry, yes. Thank you. Mark Henry, yes. When I looked it up, guess who they had? Uh, they had a picture of Mark Henry from the WWE. That, that's what I think of. I knew that the wrestler had the same name. I was trying to think of the wrestler. They have, they have Frank Yeager trained by Ricardo Almeida. Henzo Gracie and Mark Henry from the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because well, because Henzo Gracie is Ricardo Almeida's um, black belt. This, this is fucking hilarious. And then uh, they don't have they don't have the they don't have the right Mark Henry. No, this is going to be Marlon's first fight in Brazil since 2010, though. Just a little fun fact that I'm looking at his Wikipedia okay. page right now. Mm-hmm. His last fight, and that was his his one draw, was. Uh, Back in April of 2010 against Sandro China, China for Dojo Combat. And then he started fighting and shooting, shooting sprawl and stuff. Debuted in the WSOF in 2012 against Miguel Angel Torres. And then won the, the inaugural title in 2014 and held it until he left. So, fun things. Man, I want to pick Marlon because I, I, I love the dude, but. Man, Rafael Asuncao, your first fight back, your first fight in Brazil in seven years, like those UFC mm, jitters. And Rafael Asuncao. And Rafael Asuncao. And he's knocking on the uh, on the door for a title shot too. Like he's yeah, he's uh, number three. I understand giving the guy a ranked fighter, but not this, not that ranked fighter, not that guy, not that ranked fighter, not in Brazil, not as your first fight, not. Uh, I, I'm going with this one, so and I love. I think Marlon Morales, 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 whatever. He's a he's a hell of a fighter, and I think he's got a hell of a future in the company, and he's going to go do great things. But just this was a bad choice for them. Um, this was a worse choice than 
than Gagey. I was going to say the Michael Johnson given, with Justin Gagey. Yeah, this was even worse than yeah. that. This, you, you don't, you give their first fight somewhat of a warm-up to get those jitters out of the way to just make sure that they're okay in the, in the octagon and just to get that, that one out of the way and then, then you give them the killers. Then you, then you start them on track to see what they got. Here's the thing. Here's another thought process, though, on it. What if they're banking on him to beat Rafael Sunsau? I mean, he coming in as a, as a champion, long-standing champion of a different organization, give him that fucking shot. He beats a Sunsau. It puts him right into a title shot anyway. Mm-hmm. And if or he loses. Okay. What's that? Or he might end up against, going up against TJ. It could end up going up against TJ. You're right. Or Dominic Cruz or whatever, but yeah, I want I want to lean with Marlon, but that that home cooking plus the USC jitters, yeah, uh, all those things. Do anything he's picking against right now? Yeah, love <laughs> to see him pick up the win. Would love to come back here next week and be like, "Way to go, Marlon!" But I don't know, man. I'm nervous for it for him. Ryan, you know what? I'll take him. Why Good. Not? Good for you. I'm glad you know someone what? did. You know, you know like. I don't know, like I said, I know of him through, like, watching the highlights and that, so you don't really get to see the low that he could have. And I've seen a Sun Cell look bad only at UFC 200 against TJ Dillashaw. Right. So, so I mean, like, a Sun Cell is a, I mean, he's a, he's a beast. I picked against him when he fought Sterling there not, uh, not too long ago, and I ended up being wrong on that one. But, you know, if you're going to be wrong for taking a Sun Cell to lose, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh. But uh, you know what? Let's get some new blood into the uh, into the UFC, though, and get some new names started up there. And you know what? Let's go with Marlon. Why not? Good. I hope he does. I hope he does too. I really would love for him to win. I, I, we need more people in that tough bantamweight division like that, this. But oh god, that division needs a shot in the arm so bad. It's just otherwise it's going to be Cody versus TJ versus Dominic for the next three years, four and... years. And the thing with Marlon is, the other knock against him is he hasn't faced the type of competition that a Sun Tso has. Exactly. Right. So, I want it. I want it for him, but I'm gonna pick smart and go with a Sun Tso. Um Other notable fights on the prelims: Antonio Carlos Jr. taking on Eric Spicely, Johnny Eduardo taking on Matthew Lopez. This is actually a pretty good fight. Yuri Alcantara taking on Brian Kelleher. And then the featured fight of the early prelims on Fight Pass at 6.30, we've got uh, Vivian Pereira taking on Jamie Moyle. I like Jamie Moyle. Yeah, see what happens with those two. Yeah, I like Jamie Moyle in that fight. I think she's going to take that one. Yeah, I do too. Same way. Uh, but yeah, that's going to pretty much wrap up. Wrap see up what happens with for that us. one. Yeah. Should be a lot of fun we're fight about, fights in that we're, one. We're getting into a... a Fucking heavy streak of fights yeah. coming, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. These these couple of months we've had with lulls of three weeks in between. Not no more. Yeah. Not no more. What do we got next? Yeah, we're, getting, we're getting two pay-per-views the next month. Yeah, we get, well, oh, yeah. two months. Two months away. No. no oh, yeah, I forget. June. I forget yeah. It's June 1st. You're right. June, baby. Holy shit. You're right, We're sir. already June this year. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, next month you are 100% correct, sir. Two fucking pay-per-views. We're almost halfway through this year already. We got Lewis and Hunt next week. Betch oh, I can't and, wait for that one. Betch and Holmes to follow that. Kies and Lee after that. Does Betch have to do that little wiggle dance thing that she always does? If she wins, you know you're going to see it. I hope she doesn't <laughs> win then. I wouldn't mind Holmes doing it. 
No. She doesn't even have to get a win. She just has to go to decision and just think that she wins. So we get a little break at the end of the month because uh, Johnson and Gagey um, isn't until July 7th. And the last one is Kiesa and Lee, which I'm really excited for that card. Oh, yeah. Well, that's right, because they do that international fight week. They do the the back-to-back cards, don't they? Yeah, if they would have had enough. they back-to-back or back-to-back-to-back? Do they do three they, that week? They did tough? three last year for leading into mm-hmm. leading into it. That, yeah, they did the, the tough finale, which is when... Um, uh, Claude and JJ. Was that the... Yeah, that was the tough finale, and then the next night was uh, Thursday night was Alvarez. when, yeah, Thursday Alvarez. night was Alvarez. Yeah, Thursday night was Alvarez getting the title, and then Friday yeah. was was JJ. And then two hundred was the Saturday. No. Was it two hundred? Yes. Yeah. 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 That was that weekend. It was. You're right. Looks like they're doing Friday and Saturday mm-hmm. this year. Yeah, that's when it. Just. That- just the Gagey so Johnson the finale. Friday. That's the that's the, the John, Johnson Gagey fight. Yep, yeah. Johnson Gagey that oh, Friday. Okay, okay. Yep, and oh, then okay. uh, Manu Nunes and Shevchenko the next night. Mm-hmm. Who else is on that card of, of, of note that we have? So oh, oh the, that's, that's what it's the Romero and Whitaker. Romero and Whitaker. Yeah, that's the, the, one interim, I, the interim one eighty five belt. That's the one I was I couldn't remember of because of course there's like Lawler and Cerrone and. Um, That's right. Pettison Miller and Verdum and Overeem and Brown and holy shit, Clay Gleitas fighting again. Clay, really? Yeah, yeah, dude, Gleitas fighting on the Kiesa and Lee card from Oklahoma uh, City. Good for him. Oh, I can't wait to see that. Oh my uh, god, Little Knox fighting Gleitas. too. I thought he retired. Oh, was that big? Oh. Holy fuck, dude. Okay, so here I'm a, the card starts off. It's uh, Stansberry, Josh Stansberry, and Jeremy Kimball. Devin Powell and Daryl Horsher, uh, Miranda Mraz and um, Carlos Sparza, Clay Guida and Eric Koch, or Coke, I'm sorry, Eric Latifi and Little Nog. Look how old <laughs> Little Nog looks in that picture. BJ Penn and Dennis Seaver. Uh, oh, look how Dirty Bird. Oh, my God. Dirty dude. Bird and Alex Garcia. Uh, Felice Herrig and Justine Kish. Timmy Boach and Johnny Hendricks. Oh, good God. Co-main eventing. Yes. And then Kiesa and Lee. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, man. What the fuck? There's going to be a lot of people retiring after that card. There's a lot of people who should be retired before this card. Oh, <laughs> I forgot that fucking Dia Casey was fighting on that Johnson Gagey undercard. Oh, oh man. Mark DeCasey. Oh. Oh Jesus! Fun, great stuff coming up. Yeah, send him. Yeah, that whole freaking thing where he told him he was gonna send him a pillow, and then (laughs) dumb shit was. Was that your girlfriend? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna use the pillow to put your girlfriend's face in it. Brother, he likes dudes. He's into dudes, man. Sorry, I mean, I mean, maybe you are too. I don't know. I don't care, but just for your information. Old Drakkar Close fighting out of Michigan. Jared Cannonier and Steve Bosse on that card too. Oh yeah, this is the dude. From, that's the dude from Kalamazoo. Oh, do not like Gray Maynard on that card though. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's a lot of fun fights coming up in the next few weeks, man. 
It's gonna be. It's a. It's summertime. It's a fun time to to be a fight fan. Lots Indeed. of good stuff. Yeah, I finally get to watch pay per view on my new big ass TV. Hooray! I got a new big ass TV coming. You do. Yes, you do. Yep. Jeff got one, and I was looking. For, Everett got a room back. His brother moved out, so he got this new room. We got this new TV room. So I was hunting down TVs for him, trying to find one because Everett was gonna buy a curved TV. And I was like, dude, don't do that. Why would you want a curved TV? I don't know. It just looks cool. I was like, if you put one person in front of a curved TV, curved TV looks cool. Now imagine if someone's sitting to the side of it, they can't see anything. Other side, they can't see anything. So Everett's just gonna impulse buy stuff because he does that. So I said, stop, let me do this for you. So I'm hunting down TVs forever. And I'm hunting down stuff, and I'm looking up stuff, and I find a TV that I like, so I said, fuck it. So I put out my Amazon card. They gave me one year interest-free. So I bought a TV. Fuck it. What the hell? Why not? So I'm going to take the TV in my cur- in my room uh, right now, bring it out to our podcast room, stick it up on the wall for us for you know, fight nights or or just looking up stuff and whatever the hell else we want to do with it and use it as a monitor like uh, Joe Rogan does. Speaking of fight nights, we need to figure out, and uh, we didn't yeah. talk about this earlier, we need to figure out to do a fight night soon. Yeah, I was going to say, like, with all these fights coming up, we have a lot of uh, a lot of good chances. Um, Lewis and Hunt is a possibility. I can do that. What what's the time on that one? Because that's a New Zealand card. Is that 10 p.m.? Yep, usual time for us. Usual that's time. Okay. Kohera right. and, and home is a is a morning card. That's from Singapore, so that's starting at like 8 a.m. Uh, yeah, and then Kiesa and Lee is a 9 p.m. Because I think that's a Fox. Yep. Is that, so, is that a Sunday card? That's a Sunday card. That's, yeah, that's a Sunday card. So that's out of the question. So maybe next week. I can do it. Yeah. Fight? Are we gonna actually? Are we gonna send Smartens up and throws another UFC on there for me? I'm 100 percent in. As long you know, if 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 uh, we're gonna actually get Ryan on a fight night, oh, that'd be fun, huh? We should definitely do two thirteen. Listeners, get on Twitter and just harass TSN to get every UFC on TSN's one, three, four, and five, so that you guys can enjoy the average Joe's fight nights. Okay. I'll do my best. Just nonstop harass them. Oh, yeah. None of this under-20 World Cup replay from two years ago. I don't need that. We need fights. Oh, you want me to, you, you want me to start? I'm, getting into like a, I'm actually going into like a Jeff rant and rage over here. Over <laughs> let, it, let it fly, brother. Let TSN know what's up. Let it fly. What you all oh. really need is to get Comcast up in Canada. Yeah. I mean, well, at, right now, for most things, holy we shit, have. Ryan, you have a PlayStation, right? Yeah. You need to look in to see if PlayStation View is available in Canada. If it is, tell your cable provider to fuck off because if you get PlayStation View, you can get FS1 and 2. There you go. Yeah, dude. I have F- oh, I, I have PlayStation View. I don't know if it's available in Canada or not. I know it's available in the States. But if it uh-huh. is... If it is, number one, it's cheap as fuck. The package I pay for, which is like the mid-tier package, is $35 a month. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I get FS1 and FS2. So, and we, can't even, we can't even get FS2 on regular cable here in Michigan. Like, if you don't have satellite, it don't exist. Right. But I can get it on my PlayStation View. Suck it, bitches. 
there's a way you can do it because it's not available in Canada. Oh, well, we can talk about that off the air then. So That's region-breaking yeah. and bullshitting. So sorry to get your dick hard and, and just leave you there with blue balls, Ryan. Hey, hey there's, al- there's always a way. Oh, we, we, there's always a way. Listeners, just get on Twitter and harass the fuck out of PSN on behalf of the average Joes. On behalf of Ryan. On behalf of Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> Because we don't we don't have TSN down here. We don't we're we're on the other side of the border, where we have cable and PlayStation View. But we still got your back. We do have your back, listeners. On behalf of Ryan, please go tweet TSN. Free Ryan. Free Ryan. Stop. <laughs> a, Ryan. Stop oppressing Ryan. Let's get out. Let's get out of here. Out of here. Starting to lose it. No, it's already lost. We always lose it. I mean, we made it this far and kept it pretty much on the rails, so good for us. Uh, It was announced today that the UFC is partnering up with – I'm sorry, Tuesday. Tuesday, a partnership was announced to stream select live events through Samsung's VR gear platform. The agreement will begin with UFC 212, which takes place Saturday, and according to the release – Fans will witness the highly anticipated event. I wouldn't really go that far, but anyway. <laughs> in high quality 360 degree live view streams, and will have access to additional VR content, including the pre event and post event show highlights <laughs> with the UFC champion, featherweight champion Jose Aldo and interim champion Max Holloway. However, the Gear VR users in the United States and New Zealand will only have access to UFC 212 Fight Pass prelims, not the pay per view main card for or Fox Sports 1 televised event. Because they ain't getting that money. Gear VR is currently available in 45 countries according to the release. So we'll have to see how this actually plays out. But basically, they're going to be able to see virtual reality fights. So hey, if you have the Gear VR, please watch the prelims on it. Tweet us. Go to our Facebook page. Whatever. Let us know your thoughts on it. Because I'm curious. I don't know how it actually works. If it's if it's worth it, if it's if it's annoying as shit, if it looks good, if it looks bad, if it's I don't know. Curious. Probably one of the biggest news stories of the week, realistically. I mean, outside of of fight news, you know, for, leading up to the pay per view, is the fact that Roy Nelson is now the is now signed to Bellator. Not a big yeah. loss for the UFC. I mean. Roy and the UFC have had a really shitty relationship as of late, starting with, with uh, him kicking Big John in the ass and and some other stuff. So, uh, I mean, for, this, for Roy, it's a big deal because he can really go and make money and get tons of sponsors because... Get Burger King back on his side. Right, right. He can tattoo Burger King on his stomach. <laughs> uh, one thing he's ex- excited about is getting away from Reebok. Yeah, that, that's... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's able to get that money again. Yep. Because, I mean, Roy's still a marketable person, and he's still a big name. He's been around for a really long time. But Oh, yeah. I think he's going to do well. I think he's going to excel in in Bellator. That's oh, a great move for Roy Nelson. Yeah. You. yeah. Well, we talked about that at uh, on Sunday. On the not, I, I, well, maybe not, but not on, the, on the podcast, but we definitely talked about it Sunday. <clears throat> in our conversation. And with, yeah. I was even saying, like, I, I didn't even know he was out of contract. 
Like they, like, it sounds like the UFC would just say, you know what, just get going. Like we're not, we're not going to even attempt it. Do what you got to do. We're parting ways. Because usually you hear fighters going into their last fight at some point, but this one was just like out of nowhere. All I heard was the news that he had already signed with Bellator, and that was it. Yeah, they didn't care. They didn't care what he did. They didn't care. Nothing about wanted, him. They wanted no. to wash their hands of it completely. So. And he is a marketable guy. And I don't know. He's maybe he's not the best. Maybe he's not the youngest. Maybe he's not this. Maybe he's not that. But. He puts asses in seats and he buy he sells pay per views. Man, he is a marketable dude. Well, and yeah, this is a great. This is a hell of a great move for him. Their their heavyweight yeah. division is really shaky. Yeah, it was on the show I think because I read through the list of the current Bellator heavyweights. So yeah, okay. Um, it, it, it's definitely bolstering for them. So we'll see what happens. All they need now is a, is a title and a champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah they need a champion. Help. That's for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. Uh, yeah, so I think that's gonna wrap her up for this weekend. Uh, anybody got anything else before we get into the final thoughts? Well, no, I don't think so. No, all right, Dave, kick us off. I was, uh, I was happy that we got to start doing more interviews. I was happy we got the Sam LV interview. Um, maybe we weren't designed as a, as an interview type show, but the more we do, the more I like it. And I hope we get a lot more just like Sam. I think we got some... Just like Sam. Just like Sam. Let me rephrase that. Just <laughs> like Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, take us home, brother. What you got? Uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm a, a little bummed that I wasn't able to get on with you uh, on you guys last night to, with the Sam but uh, interview. But, Sam, if you end up going back and listening to this for some God knows reason, hopefully next time I can be a part of it. Uh, another thing, uh, you know, once again... Uh, Narcotta, N-A-R-K-O-T-T-A on Facebook. Give them some listens and likes and loves. And uh, my big last thing, Saturday before the fights, if anyone's out there, you know, you're bored, you don't know what to do with your Saturday afternoon, UEFA Champions League final, Juventus, Real Madrid, Juventus high on defense, Real high on offense. It should be a fantastic championship match. I got Juventus winning 2-1. to one. Okay. We get a little soccer. <laughs> little soccer. Thanks, Ryan. I didn't even know that was happening. I, I stopped paying attention after Arsenal was done last week. <laughs> soccer is done to me. So I really only follow Arsenal. Uh, thank you to Sam Elvey once again for taking the time out to speak with our dumbasses. It was a pleasure. Uh, best of luck and safe travels as you go over to Afghanistan to do some things for the troops. It's a really awesome thing. Thank you to Kyle. Once again, Loudmouth MMA. Shout out to Blake for not giving a fuck and smoking a goddamn cigarette <laughs> during that fucking cage thing. Just gets up off of his chair where he's sitting and carries his phone out to wherever he went to smoke a cigarette. And I'm sitting there, me and Dave are watching. I'm like, is he about to smoke a joint? Because that's where my mind immediately goes of course. When, yeah. when somebody puts something into their mouth and, and puts fire. No, I, but yeah, I thought that was a really funny moment. So shout out to Blake for not just giving a fuck. And uh, finally, happy birthday to a uh, listener of the podcast and friend of mine, Ryan Dedimore. Happy birthday, bud. I hope you have a good one, and we need to watch some fights together soon. So uh, for David Van Bogen, Ryan Dempsey, I'm Jeff Shanahan. This has been another episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show, and we will catch you guys next week.
します。